Welcome back to Dave's podcast. I apologise for the sound quality on the podcast that's coming up. I recorded it sort of on the hoof, if you like, when I was out and about uh, in the Valley of Rocks today. So I just recorded it on my mobile phone. But I thought it was worth just putting up as I'd sort of mused on things and uh, uh, thought on the spot, really. The Bible references I refer to are Revelation 21 and also Zechariah 9, uh, I think it's verse 13 and 14, uh, which talks about the day of the Lord, God rescuing his people, and they will sparkle in his land like jewels in a crown, it says. And it talks about young men thriving on grain that is abundant and young women flourishing on new wine. And also in Isaiah 11, you get a picture of this day of the Lord where the new king will sprout up who is the Messiah and then there'll be peace in the land and you'll get lions lie down with lambs and children playing with snakes and cows and bears will all live together happily and nothing harmful would happen and it'll be a place of peace and harmony and shalom so that's Isaiah chapter 11 when I mention the word porthole in this podcast and I've called it portholes I may have been thinking of portholes, but I may also have been thinking of portals. I think both are appropriate, but you can make your own mind up which is the better word here. I was writing this when I was musing on this little story that I concocted, which I've called The Ambassador, which you can read. Or also I've begun this podcast by recording it and then I follow it up with some musings on that. So hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. He came from another world. It was quite easy to spot really. Wherever he went, people felt better. There was a kind of strange sort of invisible glow, radiation coming from him. And though he himself was very flawed, there was clearly something about him that made him stand out, and more than that, made others feel better about themselves. What people didn't know was the time he spent alone the hours he spent in prayer, the glimpses he got into this other world that in fact he didn't himself come from, but had somehow got a kind of temporary passport away into that world through his times of solitude and quiet meditation. Somehow then he was able to visit this place, gather up a few good things and bring them back And then whenever he went out and about and met people, it was those things that he shared with them in an unspoken kind of way. We're all uh, portholes for another world. And the Bible talks uh, in Revelation of a place with no more tears, no more crying, no more pain. In Zechariah, when they imagine a place where everyone is young and beautiful, people will live for a long time in Isaiah, the pictures that we get, they're not imagining a sort of spiritual heaven. They're imagining the kingdom of God and what that might be like. And in a way, that's a more fuller picture, really. Because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, is not necessarily just another place we go to when we die or when this world is finished. But rather, it's a place where God's kingdom rules. And when you look at Jesus, for example, he is the best example of that. Look at life around Jesus in the Gospels. That's what he says to John, or rather to the messengers that John sends to him. He says, look around. 
uh, the, 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 you know, the good news is being preached to the poor, the lame are walking, the blind can see, the deaf can hear. The good news is alive and active, and that's the world around Jesus. Look at the way he treats people. Look at the way he shares food with people. Look at the way he demonstrates the goodness of God to people. And that's a vision of the kingdom of God. And in a sense, then he calls us to be little portholes into that kingdom. So that the kingdom of God isn't just a place we're waiting to get to, but we carry around within us. What did he say? The kingdom of God is within you. You know, you carry that around. You carry that to the people you meet every day. And that sense of the picture in Revelation of a place where there are no more tears, no more crying, no more pain, that kind of thing. We ourselves cannot create that, of course. But we can, I suppose, be windows of hope to people who are injured, who are poor, who are broken in some way, who are lost, who are lonely. We can bring a little bit of that no more crying, no more pain, no more tears to that, a little glimpse of that kingdom of God. And that's what we're called into, isn't it, as Christians, really? Not just to be people waiting to get to heaven, but rather people who carry around within us the kingdom of God and in whatever way, whether it's through the things that we love, like sport or music, or uh, creativity in some way, or maths or science or whatever, through those things that are in our heart, the way we do them, the way we live out our everyday or ordinary existence, all of those kind of things, the way we talk, the things we laugh at, just a smile just a, a word of hello sometimes. Those kind of things all demonstrate to people in this kingdom of no more tears, no more crying, no more pain.